Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Salam, phone on the record. This is Minister Cedric, um, and welcome to Thursday Night Service with Line. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central. And um, who's joining us tonight? Shalom. Hello. Hello, Shalom, brother. Yeah. Who is that, brother Trevon? Yeah, this is Doctor Trevon. I can't hear you too well. It sounds like you're. It oh, sounds okay. like you're dis. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah, it's my earphones. They're really jacked up. I forgot. I just remembered that. Um. Okay, so we have brother Trevon, and who else? Shalom, Ima, Yaruf, Travel Judah, Shalom. Shalom, Ima. Shalom, Ima. Shalom. Anyone else? Okay. Well, um, today is the 27th, and um, like right at the closing of our um, our consecration, um. It's been a real, it's been a really, really interesting um, month. Um, learned a whole lot this month again. Um, and there's a lot of different things that have kind of hit as far as news is concerned. Uh, there's a lot of news out there. Um, I'll, to start, I'll, I'll start this off. Um, I just ran into a uh, brother... Minister Roberts, he um he posted a uh, oh no it wasn't Minister Roberts it was this guy he he's a Hebrew he um posted an article about how now uh, Obama just signed I think a a new bill I think it's uh, like EDO or OA or something like that thirteen zero sixty three or something like that it's supposed to be no, it's supposed to be executive order. I'm sorry, executive order thirteen zero sixty three or something like that. And it's basically saying that now the the government can enforce um, enforce labor without compensation, and they can designate an agency to carry it out. And I was like, hmm, okay. And I was I'm bringing it up because I'm wondering if anybody's heard of it. What is it for? Enforcing what? It's enforcing. That's hold on. Let me make sure I say this correctly. I don't want to scare for you or anything. It um. Just a second. Goodness, I wish my phone 
bathroom. I'm almost there, you guys. Almost time. Okay, here it comes. This is the article. It's from Freedom Freedom Outpost dot com. This was uh, written August fourth, two thousand and fifteen, and it's um, it's uh, no, it's uh, Executive Order thirteen six zero three, and the thirteen six. Yeah, thirteen six zero three. Okay. Yeah, and um, a part of also it's, it's supposed to be uh, in the bill that also or in the executive order is supposed to be talking about according to the article it's supposed to be talking about how the CIA is funding ISIS. But on top of that, um, what it goes on to say is that this bill says according to e, um, Executive Order thirteen six zero three. The president or the head of any federal agency that he shall designate can conscript persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation in both peacetime and times of national emergency. Um, And he goes on to say, um, this is Section 502, Consultant. The head of each agency otherwise delegated functions under this order it's delegated the authority of the president under Section 710B and C of the Act. 50, uh, Title 50, U, uh, United States Code, uh, Application 2160B and C, to employ persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation and to employ experts, consultants, or organizations. The authority delegated by this section may not be redelegated. And um, it goes on to say, Section 601 of the Act specifies in part how far the government can go in terms of making use of place. Section 601, Secretary of Labor. Secretary of Labor, in coordination with the Secretary of Defense and the heads of other agencies as deemed appropriate by the Secretary of Labor, shall, one, collect and maintain data necessary to make a continuing appraisal of the nation's workforce needs for purpose of national defense. Two, upon request by the director of selective service and in coordination with the secretary of defense, assist the director of selective service in development of policies regulating the induction and deferment of persons for for duty in the armed services. And number three, upon request from the head of an agency with authority under this order, consult with that agency with respect to the effect of contemplated actions on labor demand and utilization, the relation of labor demand to materials and facilities requirements. And three, such other matters as will assist in making the exercise of priority and allocation functions consistent with effective utilization and distribution of labor. Four, upon request from the head of an agency with authority under this order, I, I guess that's one, 
formulate plans, programs, and policies for meeting the labor requirements of actions to be taken for national defense purposes. And number two, estimate training needs to help address national defense requirements and promote necessary and appropriate training programs. For me, what, I'm just going to say what it looks like is it's part of the uh, national defense bill, uh, the, what is it, the NDAA uh, bill that was passed back in 2013. That's mm-hmm. kind of like, it looks like it's a, a, a continuation of that or something. I don't know. Do you know when he put this executive order out? Now, that's the thing. I, I didn't hear I about it. I think it was around 2012, and it was well, a part of uh, – you can go to his uh, executive order site because it has all yeah. executive orders, but this was put out in 2012, uh, and it was dealing with national defense, res- you know, resource preparation. So it was uh, basically almost, you know, a sincerity of the, um, in, you know, NDA. But that that executive order is nothing new. It's just a right. That's why I was looking like right, and that's why I was just saying to myself, has anybody heard of it? Because it looks like from what I just read. It looked like it's part of the in yeah. uh yeah, you see what I'm saying? National like security. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, just I guess to keep the you know, to keep the minds of the uninformed, you know, right. at bay, you know, because most people are really not they don't really care and it can be in their face and they don't care. Mm-hmm. You know. Um I think yeah, this is something I thought that, you know, would be pertinent, especially if no one's here has ever heard of the national defense bill. I don't I don't think there there's anyone who hasn't heard of it, but just in case you haven't heard of it, and just in case it may not be on the record, which it is, it's on there now. So, um, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. But uh, the, if anybody has any more feedback about it, you know, if they know anything extra about it, you can speak your piece, or we can open up the floor for any more discussion. For the record, this is Brother Gavin. Um, the tribe of Benjamin from New York. Shalom, Shalom peace. I've been on uh, a call since she's been talking earlier, brother. Okay. And uh, as far as I, when I was in the service, you know, I know that they brief us way before you guys hear everything as a civilian. Or when I was a civilian, you know, you don't really hear anything until you see it through the news media, you know, um, or if you don't do your own, if you do your, your own research per se. So what you what you just talked about is pretty much on point. I mean, they already they plan out the next twenty years. Anytime they go to, to any war or any conflict that they're gonna, you know, confront. And I realize now more and more it's about contracts. You know, it's about contracts that's been signed or that's been broken. You know, as I see more and more that I've been developing the understanding through the nation. And um, if you realize that, you know, we are a nation that does not produce anything in the sense of uh, technology. Uh, In a sense, we don't make it here anymore, a lot of it. You know, everything is being made overseas and brought back over here. So we don't have any raw resources, what I'm saying here naturally, to produce a lot of these products and to be shipped back over here. So we become more of a service-run nation. So our service to the world is military might. Mm -hmm. 
and through military might, that's when we could expose and 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 create subcategories of factions and groups that you see spurting all over the world, like ISIS or you know ISIL or whatever name they want, whatever initial uh, uh, format they want to create that name, you know, for that new group that's coming out. Mm. So, you know, before it was the Mujahideen, and then now we know it as uh, Al-Qaeda, right? You know. But I didn't know what the name was it was before. I I know I've heard of (laughs) Al-Qaeda. Right. But growing up early in the early 80s, late 70s, I mean, you know, uh, that, that was the name given. Okay. You know. And that was their name, but you know, if you look up the meanings of these names, they only get they, they, it, it's more considered to be a freedom fighter versus or a liberation group versus a terrorist group. Mm-hmm. Now they want to captivate on, they want to market and, and capitalize off of terror. Like recently, I don't know if you you guys seen on the, in the news about that Virginia case with the guy who's. Uh, Put on Insta- he put on um I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook or whatever, him shooting the two of the colleagues that he formerly used to work with. I've heard some about it, but I haven't really I haven't seen it. He didn't. Now, he didn't. He didn't actually work with them. He might have done it one time, but he didn't actually. See, that's what the news says that they were colleagues, but they weren't. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Everybody, mm-hmm. they keep putting out different levels of news that don't correlate makes sense is what I where I, my whole point of why I was bringing it up mm-hmm. you know put, yeah because why would I FaceTime when I while I'm shooting killing people and then go later run down the road and shoot myself <laughs> and then have you seen, and then and then have you seen the video I've seen that part when he had it in like somebody just showed it to me today my brother-in-law how, how could they me, not miss him that's what I'm saying. You see the lady? They were looking. And then he shot and she ran. I mean, he was up close, so it, it's not making sense. You know, what it, you know what it sounds like to me? Gun control, initiating, trying to initiate gun well, control. Well, that's a part of the, that's the end product, but it's a scripted line. Yeah. It's a false flag to, to some yeah. people to say, oh, look at that. That's craziness. But to me, it looks like it was a, uh, uh, what do you Shut call up. it? Um, a ops, a, um, a operational Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, mm-hmm. What do you call it? Uh, operation. Pre, a pre, a pre-op, a pre-operation yeah. that was already uh-huh. pre-planned. Mm-hmm. That they wanted to make it look like is an actual, you know, some type mm-hmm. of um, terrorist, you know, terrorist madman running around with a gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the first, so get, that's, yeah, that's the first you know, thing everybody's saying is he's crazy. People are crazy. People are mental. This, that, exactly, other. exactly. Mm-hmm. Because they already scripted so many months ago, you know, when they keep showing you people running out with guns and shooting people, shooting, and then they have this, now they have on the uh, news channel, like this corner, like of people just, just, they're like psychologists or social people, or, and they have a whole panel of them talking about why we should, right, why we should, why we should make more medication Mm -hmm. and and for Mm -hmm. people who have mental problems and change the medications Mm -hmm. and why we should we should register people with certain, you know, with their backgrounds that have mental problems, you know, and just like the sister just said, they're, they're trying to push 
gun control more and more and more. Right, because there's just no way that they could have missed him standing there. And you're going to send somebody behind you anyway. <laughs> and the cameraman, he was doing his thing. He, he, right. You mean tell me they couldn't see this? Right. There's no other people around. They right. couldn't see this man coming up. And in the right. corner, you have peripheral vision that you could see. And the one woman that the lady interview, being interviewed, she was directly facing him. In front of the light, in front of the gun. No <laughs> you want to see a gun pointing at your no head? No blood, no nothing. And you didn't blink? You didn't even turn your head? Nothing? And she's still doing the interview? Nothing. It looked like it was staged. I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. wants to say. Mm-hmm. So let me, so can I interject for a minute? Let me just tell you what I think is actually going on, because now it may just start to make sense why we have so many false flag operations. Because I think that the setup is not for the people of America. The setup is for the people outside who have to see what's going on in America. And just like America takes a pretty uh, ugly picture of third world countries and the world of fraud, now they have to equal that, they have to balance that out with, with, creating, with creating chaos here to make them think that, oh, we're being attacked or we're the, the people are just running them up when they know that's not how it is. But that's yeah. the facade that it looks like on the outside. Because sure. then everybody can see, oh, well, golly, everybody's just taking poor old America. Everybody's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying to, it, it's, they're creating the news for the people outside. They're not creating the news for us because in their mind, they already just got it like, we're idiots. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they figure we're already, they figure at this point, we've consumed pretty much vegetables, and we just are, are oblivious to what's going on. In there, and they don't care. But it's for the people outside. That's what it looks like to me. Well, well it is. Cool. You know, it, 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 you, you have to understand, you know, you heard that old saying, uh, take a stone and kill a, a two birds with one stone. It has yeah. a lot of falsehoods to it because they are pushing the issue that he sent a 21, 23-page uh, paper I, I, to the, uh, saying that it was started, it, in his mind, it started with that uh, church killing. And that, that kind of like divides and conquer because I read a lot of comments, and a lot of people are saying, you know, black folks are this or that, and, you know, they're crazy too, and blah, blah, blah. So it has a lot of falses to it, and they, they do things by design. It's not just to yeah. focus on one area. It could yeah. be that, but, you know, yeah. I, I think it's more so for control, uh, uh, you know, to, to put control there, and fear. Fear is one of yeah. the greatest yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, conquerors. Yeah. I'm through. Yes, ma'am. I, and you know what? I buy that. Mm-hmm. I definitely buy that, and I can see that because at the end of the day, everybody's affected by it, whether they be in the United States or outside the United States. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely would buy that. But I wanted to put out there that I know for a simple fact that if they're doing it, if they're creating these pre-op uh, situations like that, it can't be just to instill fear in us because I know the people across seas got to see the same mess. Well, but what about over in Germany? Too. What about the incident over in Germany on the on the, on the train? I mean, what does that explain? Oh, you know what? Please, can somebody uh, tell me what that was about? Because I don't know what what happened. What was well, it mean, about? Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Brother Gavin. Brother I'm Gavin. sorry. Just, uh, yes, I'm still here. 
Do you uh, know are you familiar about? with the story about the train over and that, that happened over there? That the three uh, American uh, people went over there and stopped that. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard. I vaguely heard that about just it. That was last week. That just I heard. Okay, okay, okay. I, I don't really know too much about it. I vaguely heard about it. And they, they yeah, rewarded well, these guys for stopping somebody yeah, they on came the train back. here yeah, to Paris. Yeah. It, to yeah, me, that was kind of a weird thing, too. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, this man's supposed to have been shot, and he's bleeding ferociously, ferociously, yeah. and this man sticks his finger and stops the blood and everything. It's just not, you know, it, it just, no, I don't believe these things, you know. You, don't, you can't believe everything you hear or see. You know, you got to remember the television is telling their vision of what they want you to think. Yeah. I think you know, it's mm-hmm. to a point where, like, if, we don't start turning off these televisions, mm-hmm. we're going to have a very perplexed idea of what the, even our own, we're going to start questioning our own reality. I guess, I guess it's gotten to that point because everything is so scripted. They're, you know, they, they know their time is up, so they're trying to create as much confusion as they possibly can, but they want to be able to have control. As you said, Emo, they want to have control over the confusion. Because that's where a lot of their, that, I guess that's just what they, their specialty is. Mm-hmm. And, and don't forget what Brother Gavin said is commercial. And what Brother Priest is always telling us, if you could take it out of context and look at it from a commercial standpoint, what is the yeah. benefit? Yeah. Uh, what, what, where will they reap the most money? Uh, for what? You know, that's yeah. what we got to, that's way we got to think. What is yeah. it commercially so? You know, how is it going to benefit the international bankers? You know these these incidents. How's it going to affect the people? You know when people get scared, they you know it's like it's to take control of the people. You have to have them fearful of something. Then you come along and have a solution for them, and then they trust in you, and there you are. Man, oh man, so like, ugh, man, oh man. You know, of course, they've been lying to us for ages, eons. I mean, it's just another elevation of, uh, you know, we we can see the illusions. We can see the illusions. Uh, you know, I, I want to say this. It's gotten to the point where the United States has, and, and the, 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 the people in power, have taken away our, our, our um, ability to be able to judge our own instincts, judge with mm-hmm. our own instincts, our own eyes, our own ears. They tell us how to think speak, talk, act, eat, etc. And see, our perspective of things has been altered tremendously, and the biggest problem is they took the creator out of everything. You know, oh, yeah. so, you know, you know what I mean? They put fear there and took the creator out of it. Hmm. I yield. I, I, you know, it's, this ain't even a bittersweet moment. This is just nasty. I'm just thinking, you know, it's like, do they have any? Uh, do they have any sense? Not even an ounce of. Well, I, this might be a long shot, but integrity. <laughs> or do they have any uh, consideration for anybody's uh, well-being besides theirs? And I, I guess that's a little bit of a, a stretch as well to ask. But I have to ask that because I'm like. There's got to be a line drawn somewhere where you can say, oh, yeah, well, I maybe feel a little bit guilty about what I'm doing. You know, like just a little bit. You know, but I guess at this point, if they keep doing it, obviously there is no remorse. 
you know. There is not. I mean, if you take, it's about commerce. It's about gold, silver, uh, profitability, materialism. You know, you can't. You can't mix the two. You can't have integrity and try to acquire all the wealth there is. That's just yeah, like but, a, go, but go you ahead. Can pursue, but you can, you can, you can. I guess you can say create an illusion of presumption that you have integrity. I mean, they're good at that. They've always been good at that. Mm-hmm. They care. You know, they're very condescending. They act like they care, but they really don't. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's <laughs> but, that's what you call being subtle. Yeah. They're now it's angry. not no more. It's not no more. It's like right boom in your face. Yeah. Because you know why? You know why? Because people are complacent. They do sit on their couches, look at TV, complain. You have different groups of people, you know, that'll sit around, look at TV, complain. You got some that do. You got some that don't. You got, you know, you got a group of people that they characterize. And, and they, they do studies and statistics. They know exactly the portion of people that will get out and advocate and those who won't. And if we're not, if, well, us too, but if people are not out, uh, um, like in the world, they should vote and put the right people in or research who they're putting in. People are not doing anything. They're accepting what they're dished, you know? <laughs> so they can get away with whatever they want. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is. No, sad, I, but it's true. I have a question for anybody here, I, and I think I may have asked this because I, I think uh, maybe that last week I brought up the whole issue about real estate, and and I also mentioned the fact that I am doing a project on private prisons. So I found out recently, and I think I may have mentioned this, but if I haven't, I'm going to mention it now. If I did, I'll mention it again. I uh, found out that there are two corporations now, CEO and um, uh, CCA. It's kind of hard so to I, hear you. Oh, I apologize. CCA. That's better. Yeah, Correct Corporations of America. I just found out back in 2013 that CCA had now turned into a real estate investment trust. Now, and I think I already mentioned this, but now I ask this question. I wonder, um, can real estate investment trusts write municipal bonds? I mean, because they're corporations, you know. Um, well, I guess, well, no, they're a trust, but they can function as a corporation, I think. And I was wondering if anybody knew enough about real estate investment trusts to know whether or not they can write municipal bonds. You're saying can real estate what? Real estate investment trust. They call them REITs. Okay. Anybody? No, has anybody ever heard of a real estate investment trust? No. Oh, man. Well, yes, yes, sir. Yes, I have. I have, Gavin, Brother Gavin. Okay, brother, let me ask you. Okay, I, I do have this question. Um, do you know whether or not real estate investment trust? can write municipal bonds. So you're asking me if a real estate investment trust can write municipal bonds? Yeah, municipal bonds. I know that municipal bonds is in the city, like, you know, yeah. the municipality right. on, a, on a city level, but I'm not sure if you could transfer the 
you know, transferred into like the trust into municipal bond. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. Okay. I'm not, that's a good question. I need to find that my out myself. And I'm not sure about that. And here's the uh, reason. Uh, okay, oh. I want to give you a site that you can go on. To, it should answer that. Investor.gov. Investor.gov. And then it, you could put in investing. It, it's got real estate investment trusts, RITs, like you said. And it says they're allowed, uh, the investment trusts are, are allowed individuals to invest in large-scale income-producing real estate. And it's got a lot of reading there, so you might want to go investor.gov. Oh, yeah, I'll be checking U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Yes, I, I definitely will be checking that out. Um, I found out, uh, let, let me just say this, man. I Just by doing this senior thesis, I found out a lot of really um, interesting stuff. Um, I found out that the bank that I'm with is actually not only just underwriter, but they're also a shareholder in this prison uh, pro- this a uh, private agency that buys private prisons, and I'm like Wells Fargo. Uh, actually, I just read an article, probably from 2014. Uh, uh, prison. There's a site. It's PLN. Can't remember prison something. Uh, network or something. I can't remember. And they basically talk about private prisons. Like, all they do is talk about private prisons. And they were talking about how the people were lined outside of the building to protest against Wells Fargo for uh, being uh, a shareholder in, uh, in, in Corrections Corporations of America. And I'm not sure exactly what happened to that. And I'm out would like to read a little bit outside of that more, but just to know that Wells Fargo, I'm affiliated with them, and they're investing in that stuff, it's like, man, like, that's sickening. But again, there are a lot of different agencies out there, a lot of big banks uh, that are in there, uh, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, uh, uh, Bank of America, Fidelity, uh, people that uh, that register, I guess you can say the people that deal with the cut-up numbers for different uh, municipal bonds, uh, lease revenue bonds, any kind of bond. They Fidelity, Fidelity is used. I think they're like they're used for the online stock market exchange. Mm-hmm. So they deal with them. Um, just they, they have a wide variety of investors and underwriters. And what it looked like to me is that. America planned this whole thing from the get-go. Like, they planned that America would come to a situation where they won't be, you know, they'll be economically fickle. Uh, They would not have, I guess you could say, they won't be known for manufacturing jobs anymore. So they had to find another source of income. And they capitalized off the whole uh, a war on drugs program, putting men in prison, the three strikes out, forced uh, 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 incarceration of immigration. They capitalize on all that. And I say that uh, to say that all of this probably led up to a market where, or a uniform market where they can enforce slavery uh, like how they used to do it, but in a corporate uh, uh 
But they could take the corporate market and enforce slavery. And they would create the laws surrounding the whole uh, agency because everybody's got their hands in it. Like, it, there's a lot of people who are invested in this in these companies, and they yield, yield so much money on the stock market. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And the money that they pay out to their shareholders, especially now that they're about to convert to a real estate investment trust, mm. it, it will make your head spin. It's like every – it's got to have been a big plan. Like, this must have been the ultimate plan. And as I said it before, there was a guy named Halak P. He's on Facebook. He stated that there were people, he didn't say where they were from, but obviously they were from Wall Street, stating that they were, I guess, they must have bought the record companies, and they were starting to have the record companies create music that would psychologically incriminate African Americans to have them uh, fill up the capacity of these private prisons. Because now these private prisons are a source of income for Wall Street people. But everybody's got their hands on it, all the bankers, all the other different corporations. And I know the other corporations got their hand out because now they can force people in prison to work for less. You got to pay them $9, not $9, 9 cents per day or 9 cents an hour for, for making some artillery guns. Man, everybody got their hands on it. It's ridiculous, but it's out there. But this is, by me doing this, is helping me to understand more on how privatization on a grand scale led to our enslavement again. And it can also help how to get out of it and seeing the underworking of the system put in place and who's involved. Because I know everybody's involved, but... Um, it's out there, man, and um, when I get done, my hope is when I get done with this senior thesis, I want to put it in the university. I said it last week. I'm going to put it in university for any critique, uh, any feedback, anything, and this is just to kind of help people to understand, I guess you could say on a, on a minuscule level, and uh, I guess you can say in a little minor business on how – on a, on a minor business uh, scale, how the federal government was able to enslave us, even though priests had already laid that out, but now you can go in the Oregon and see who and connect the dots. Now you can literally go in the Oregon, the organization, and connect the dots and see exactly what it is that they're doing. And to, to make your head pop. <laughs> um, yeah, but any, wow. anybody have any feedback or any in this particular subject? If not, you know, we can open the door again for any new topic. I mean, it, it does it surprise you? I mean, looking at it from well, looking at it from the inside of private private prisons, a little. Mm-hmm. But even what we learn in the nation, I'm not. I'm not, like, totally just surprised. I'm just more so just kind of like, wow, so this is what they're doing. You know, this is what they're doing. The Security Exchange Commission, you got Betty, you know, uh, 
uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Guinea Mac, you know, all these other different uh, banking agencies and all this other different stuff and how these bonds are routed through these people and the states are involved. <laughs> like, mm. man, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. And as I, you know, shared with Brother Andrew last week, when I studied, when I began to look at privatization, I had to start to ask myself, like, dang, is this right? Is it wrong? I mean, I didn't know how to feel about it. I mean, I don't know, you know, because now that I'm learning, you know, government is not one-sided. Anybody can govern. It's just your ability and including the will of the most high, you know, for you to be able to govern, you know, because he has to be included. Otherwise, it will not work. And in understanding that, you'll have a loan less in government. And I think, you know, this is why this government is doomed to fail. They already knew that. That's why they don't really care what they do anymore. They figure, hell, if I get caught with my hands up, I'm going to get caught with money in my pocket, you know? <laughs> so, hey, you know, um, no, not really. I'm just, I guess once I'm learning more and more how it works, I'm just like, wow, like, hey, you know, it, it's, it's an eye opener, um, yeah. and I know more than I I used to know about it. Um, but uh, I, I'm taking everything in in a good stride, um, and just learning how to deal, you know, and process mm-hmm. it, and just trying to figure out how to take it and make something good out of it. Right. Taking and make something good out of it. We we this is the, the thing about it is we're in a position to take this government back and make it what it is supposed to be. This is our time. Like, this is our time. Yeah. And we, and we are the ones who are going to do it. So we have to learn everything before we are set in place to do it. But it's, right. just, it's a lot. You know, I didn't realize... It's going to take a lot because, you know, you're talking about a government, like you said, or, or, or Brother Gavin said earlier, you know, I mean, you, you have to have that military power. <laughs> I mean, well, not only the, huh? No, here's what I was thinking. I thought about it. But like oh. I said, it's about, ter- it's about turning a negative into a positive. My whole thing is I see where they are privatizing on, uh, incriminization. So I'm thinking to myself, why don't we kill two birds with one stone? If it's possible that there can be some type of outreach program instituted for, uh, I guess you can say, inmates where they have the right to necessary to choose because at this particular point, some of those inmates are not going to be there long. Maybe we can set up uh, I guess you could say halfway houses, if you will, and we can regulate them. And then once they're in our possession, we can give these people, uh, I guess you could say, a commercial mind, rehabilitate them, and make them a part of our military strategy and build and build and build. That way, enough of the people come out the enough of the people come out the system at the same time and learning commerce at the same time. And being military, uh, having military uh, mentality all at the same time. We win, they lose, but we just have to be a little bit more consistent. Because one thing I learned about, I guess you can say, these penal institutions is when you go in there, everybody find a religion. 
it mm. might be hard to break some of these people because some of these people might be hardcore Muslims or uh, hardcore Buddhists or whatever. But um, it's worth a try. But that's just something I thought about. It don't ever have to be put into practice, but it is something I thought about because I just was like, well, we can make it a positive thing, but it, it would have to be a double, uh, I guess you could say a double effort coming from us as well as them. But, of course, most of us here are willing to teach because that's what we are charged to do anyway. You know, mm-hmm. that's just something. I'm just speaking out loud, you know. And mm-hmm. I think about it all the time, you know, but hopefully it'll come to pass. I would love for, it, you know, it to come to pass because we can help most of our brothers and we can gain us a military all at the same time. Also, on that note, uh, the floor is open. <laughs> Talk about anything. Put your feet on the work. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've been lied to all our life, and I mean, from A to 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 the end of the alphabet, I always say J because it was the last letter to be added. But you know, we've been lied to about everything, and there are so many mother loaves of lies that. You know, I mean, they're they're doomed. The, the, the people in power are doomed to have to be, you know, taken out of power. But it's a process. It's really a process because they have all the money, the gold, the silver, you know, the the, the armies, the you know, weapons, and you know, like you said, we have to be smart and do it from a commercial standpoint uh, to claim our, you know, our right back, R I T E, our rights back. You know, so it's going to be. It's not a slow walk. And it's going to be years, you know, years. You know, it's going to take at least a generation for us to see really big, traumatic, you know, know, changes. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. We're working hard and diligent, but we need more time, more resources, more dedication, more diligence to get this thing done, you know. And I see it's going to happen. It's inedible. It will happen. Yes, ma'am. And with that, I yield. What do you see? What do you see, brother Gavin? What do you see, uh, brother? What's the other brother on here? Brother Trayvon. Trayvon. Yeah. Well, a root. You know, I just think that you know everything is up for wholesale on this planet, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and. you know, there's a lot of people who are going to use it negatively towards the people or positively. And there's a lot of negativity. There's, there's people scrambling now to, you know, take over the planet. When I say take over the planet, I mean have a certain control on the planet where they can distribute, buy and sell, um, and control that, that, that channel, mm-hmm. you know, and... Those who are doing it now, it's obviously the majority, the so-called majority of this nation. You know that is the minority in the world. <laughs> so the only people who ram, ram, run and scramble like that are people who feel like their their time is up or they, you know, mm-hmm. they, they they need to change the way they control the planet in a sense because this this system is falling and it's changing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, they need to use now psychological and social and other type of warfare mentally. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And 
Now they're putting stuff, stuff in your food. They're changing. They're altering the food. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. they're altering the air, mm-hmm. and they're using military might in order to control these things. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to take over and and, and justify it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, um, through you know paperwork, they're doing these wars. They're, they're creating certain, you know. Uh, agreements with other countries, you know, uh, tyrants from other countries to create war. Yeah, so, you know, it really hurts me to see that people are losing their lives in the midst of all of that. Innocent people that don't really know what's really going on. Right. You know, that are, uh, you know, innocent babies that are being born every day with malaria or certain diseases that are simple you know, knowledge of things that can be cleared up and taken away, but we're using modern so-called medicines or modern technologies to try to treat people or treat other humans when really a lot of times they come in with vaccines of poisons to take them out or slowly take them out, you know, because, like, I saw one time, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw on TV, uh, What's that guy's name again? Oh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Remember the old wrestler? Mm-hmm. He became governor, you know. And he had a show, TV show, uh, called Conspiracies, or Conspiracy mm-hmm. Theories. Yeah. I don't know if any one of you guys, anybody else watched it out there. You know, uh, yeah, he, he comes out and speaks out a lot, yeah. Right, right. So my whole point is I saw an episode that – um, there was a woman who was invited to his um, to his show that he invited, and um, she had to she she doesn't live in the country anymore. She's an American, but she's an expatriate, and she's a doctor. And she says she takes care of dignitaries and other high officials, but she can't call names because of her her job. Um, through uh, privacy. She can't really reveal any names. So she said she was speaking to one particular lady who was a dignitary. And the woman said, yes, well, it's almost that time for the culling. And she's like, the culling? What do you mean by that? She said, it's time for the culling, where we get rid of all the useless eaters on the planet planet Mm -hmm. Earth. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what do you you mean by all of this? She said, yeah, well, there's so many people on Earth that we can't provide food, or um, there's a scarcity of food and water. So in order to control and have population control, we just got to start getting rid of them through vaccines and, you know, foods that we give them. And uh, that's why you got all these new bills coming out to change and alter the, the, G, the seeds, the GMO seeds. And then we're hiring companies like Monsanto to do that. And nobody's putting two and two together. Monsanto used to be a production of, Chemicals for um, for bombs and other warfare chemicals, and now they all of a sudden want to produce our seeds, our food, you know, our production. It's something to think about, you know. And like, listen, scratch your head and let's make a difference. Let's reverse this problematic issues. But you got a lot of people who are carpet baggers, or people who are, um, you know, they want to get into politics just to get the money. And, and, and control 
you know, certain resources on the planet. You know, and, and to me, that's what this guy now, Donald Trump, is trying to do, in my opinion. Mm. You know, don't be surprised. He might, he might not win as a president, but he might become a vice president. That's <laughs> because he has a financial backing to produce and to create jobs, as, as he considers as, as considering that he's going to do when he become a president or a vice, or if he does become a vice president. You know, because that's what Dick Cheney was to Bush. Dick Cheney was a money guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Dick Cheney actually had all these other business prior to him going in the military. You know, excuse me, before he became a president, vice president. You know, he was he was dealing with um, uh, what's that company that he was a part of? Uh, and Halliburton. And Black, yeah, Halliburton, and how Halliburton became Blackwater. You know, they were like semi-malicious groups of. Um, security force that he, he, he had and all these other contracts that they won in Iraq that he sent people over there to do to build other uh, energy plants, you know, and, and control different, all of the uh, technologies that's going over into Iraq for the last 10, 10 years, ever since the World Trade Center went down. He created, he created a, a way to invest into another country by trumping up this fake war. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. just, and that's what they keep doing, perpetuating the fraud. Yeah, deceiving. And, I, I think and, that all the countries, I mean, it's really deep, you guys. It's deep, deep, deep. Yeah, it's yeah. down the rabbit hole. But I think all the countries are unified. I really do. Uh, and it points what it points yeah. to, and you speak of the planet, and, you know, the, the, I've heard that saying before, you know, useless eaters, but a lot of, uh, the the vast majority of the planet doesn't realize that there's more land than enough, not just talking about the uh, continents that we have, but there, there's a, a, a big issue arising again, and I think I've talked to uh, Minister Cedric about this in the past, and I still go back to this because of our land mass. What's really going on? Why is it that all the countries on this planet are uh, participating in the uh, Antarctic Treaty and have flags on that continent, and yet still they, uh, it appears to us that they're in opposition with each other? Why is it sure. that they can, you know, group together and say, okay, we, we're going to perform an Antarctic Treaty around the 1940s, 50s, and no one's allowed to go there and build, and you've got all these big, greedy corporations, there's supposed to be oil and stuff there. Why is it that no one's going there to occupy this land? Why did they all decide to have this Antarctic Treaty? It's, it's a lot deeper than we realize. And there's, according to one Admiral Byrd from back then, he said there's plenty of land. There's land outside of this mass of land. So what's really going on? And then, there, you know, we talk about the globe. You know, they're using globe here, globe there, globe there. They condition us in school to look at a spinning globe on a, a, a you know, a globe on your desk or a globe in the uh, schools, globes in the colleges. They don't use the globe for navigation. They don't use the globe for airplane rides. It used to be considered an earth plane, you know. Now it's a globe, globally. We're, gonna, we're on a ball. They're having a ball on us. I mean, they have duped us tremendously. So, you know, it's a lot to think about, a lot deeper things to research. And you have to, you have to use your own perspective, your own common sense, your own eyes and your own ears and your own uh, uh, inner being and not let no one, you know, uh, uh, manip- we've been manipulated so long. So what's really going on? 
What's really going on? That's my question, you know? And I yell. Anybody there? Yes, Shalom, Shalom. Dr. Vaughn. Hello? Yeah, we're here. I'm here. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just listening to you guys. I, I don't have any comments or anything like that, but I'm listening and learning from you and Brother Gavin and Minister Cedric. I don't mm-hmm. have any comments at this time. Yes, sir. Well, Sister Imaru, um, this is Brother Gavin. Uh, I do have a comment, and I do. Uh, oh, somebody else was speaking. No. Oh uh, yeah, I was I was um, basically uh, wanting to go to that level, but you took it there, so let's do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, basically, like you said, I you know, these guys have meetings all the time together. These world mm-hmm. conferences. What's that? Something G. Something yeah. G conferences yeah. they always have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they come together and they plan out the whole world. All the time. All what the country? time. Yeah, so it's not a it's not a secret. It's just not popularized. It's not right. It's not weekly or daily news on our everyday mm-hmm. newscast systems that right. we always go to in our media's. You know, right. and, and you know, it's not marketable news to talk about how they're going to control us. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So. You know, my whole point is, um, you said it, you, you hit it on the nose. They they even have this other secret meeting with um, people who are, uh, what is, I forgot that, they're, they're conspiracy chasers. And, I, and I, they, they follow these guys all over the world all the time. Uh, uh, I can't man. think of his name. I, just uh, oh, oh, name. Uh, I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. He's that older guy, older fellow with glasses. Yeah, he's got a show of his own. Planet, uh, planet, prison, prison, planet. Um. Uh, um. Oh, you're talking about? No, not him. Not him. Not that. Guy. No, there's another guy, older guy, and he has like oh. a news, some type of news, uh, local news that he has in D.C. Mm-hmm. And he basically goes around the world looking for these guys who are part of, you know, the the committee of 300. If you want to, I heard about mm-hmm. that. I don't know if you ever heard mm-hmm. about the, the committee of 300. Yeah. Yeah. You know how they basically plan out all the different companies, mm-hmm. you know, in different industries and how they control, you know, different resources. And they mm-hmm. make deals with each other. Like, okay, this year right. you're going to make, you know, you're going to try to create a conflict with China and India, you know, <laughs> and try to mm-hmm. invest more products in India and make, you know, China lose. And we come out and do this mm-hmm. and we do that. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. It's crazy. Well, you know, they just formed that uh, uh, that Pacific uh, uh, Corporation thing not too long ago, you know, and uh, it's it's taking foothold. The Pacific right. Corporation, uh, you know, it's a it's a name for it. I can't think of the name right now, but there it's it's dealing with uh, you know different countries and they're formulating a lot of different things. And of course, the um, uh, what is it? The uh, five countries. I mean, you know, Britain, BRIC, the BRICS. You know, but my question uh-huh. is, how can they be at opposition with each other and everybody, 
and they have a treaty that's in place that will not be addressed until like 2045, how can they all agree to have flags on a part of this, this earth plane and, and not be in opposition with that, but appear to be in opposition about everything else? I don't understand right. that. Right. What's really going on? And, you know, one of the biggest lies that's being exposed now, or one of the so-called biggest lies being exposed now is about NASA. And we all know that NASA finally retired, um, you know, some of you know their their um, spaceships and things, and they're taking it to the private level. Now, NASA, they say in NASA they didn't walk on the moon in 69. They haven't been back, blah, blah, blah. They say right. they can't get past the Van Allen belt. And if you go look up, uh, <clears throat> study, you know, uh, the heavens or the, uh, you know, the skies, you know that there's uh, – a certain amount of radiation in the skies and so forth and so on. And, you know, now they're saying, hey, these people have lied to us. NASA is not but a bunch of crap. They got all this millions and millions of dollars, and they lied to us, and they landed on the moon. And they're, they're able, people are able to give evidence where it's been debunked and showing that they actually did not penetrate the uh, atmosphere, the, you know, triosphere, whatever, to do this. You know, so right. what, what, what's the reason? What's the reason? Why are they lying to us? Where are the, compo- where are the actual photos of the, the so-called planet Earth? Why don't we have any? Why do we just have CGIs of it? What's really going on? What are they hiding? Hmm. And why would they hide it? Hmm. You know, we thought the, the world's best kept secret, I thought, was, you know, hey, we were the t- original true Hebrew Israelites. But now it's getting really deep. <laughs> oh, I, well, Hold on, let me interject for a minute. This is uh, Minister Cedric. I think now that you know, I think about it now. I guess the question would be kind of like directed towards them because at the end of the day, they're the ones controlling the information. We would right. only still get. We would only be just still guessing, even if we just had like a smidge of the information. And uh-huh. if, if one, you know, if we if we keep guessing, we come up with conspiracy theories. But mm-hmm. if we'd ask them, of course, we can expect them to lie, but at least we right. would know if we come up with our own guesses, it would it would counterattack their lies anyway. But my mm-hmm. whole thing is I just come right in and just be like, well, have you seen God and you ain't telling us? Or have you, lied, or have you been off the earth plane and you, or mm-hmm. have you not went off the earth plane and you're just really lying about it? They're not going to let you know. Right, and so I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, but, but can I say something now? Let's look at it from a from a standpoint of what they've been able to do over the over the, the history of man, especially in this more modern times. The deepest that they're able to drill in the earth itself is eight miles. They cannot go no further than eight miles. This took a period of seven to eight years by the Russians. They can't go no deeper into the ground because it's hard. And it's also uh, hot down there. So that was off limits. Now, they say that the North Pole, I mean the South Pole, which is supposed to be down under, and I've got speculations about that, down under the Earth or the globe Earth, uh, they said that, you know, you can only go so far because they have real high ice walls. And there are pictures, authentic pictures of the ice walls, and a lot of them ice walls stand 150 feet high. So, and then they're mouths thick. 
so, you know, there's no, really no plants there, no plant life, no animal life. So why is this barrier there? Is that, is there a, a, a infinite plane or is it an end of a, a, a edge of, is there an edge somewhere? You know, they make funny of these uh, earthers, I mean flat earthers that say, hey, there might be an edge, but the edge is, um, protected by ice. You can't go off the edge because of all the ice. You can't even get that far because of the, the seawater and the cold water and the ice. So, you know, it's a lot of speculation about a lot of things. But what I'm saying is that they put that off limits to the average citizen, you or even corporations. You cannot go there. You cannot fly there. You know, a plane, if you're able to a plane, you could be able to fly over or so far to see what's really going on. All that's off limits. And there's a peace treaty, an Antarctic treaty, in effect. Why? Why is that so? You know, and when you speak up uh, up in the sky, if you do any research on on our atmosphere and the different atmospheres, different spheres that we have, they're saying uh, scientists. There are some scientists that come out speaking and saying that you can't go all the way up. Now, if he's got, if the creator's got it limited where they can't go deep into the ground, let's go into the ocean. You can only go so far in the ocean so many miles down because of the pressure of the ocean. You know, the mass and density of the ocean would crush you. It would even crush equipment if it's not designed a certain way, and it's still they'd still not be able to go all the way down. So wouldn't the skies be limited too? Right. Is that why they put in the chemtrails up there? Has anybody ever paid any attention or thought about the Milky Way in itself? Have there anybody ever looked at the Milky Way and how it's made? Even if you just go on a computer and look at it, you should be able to see it certain nights or wherever you are in the world. But the whole thing is there's a big debate going on about the, this planet or this earth plane. It's coming out now. Why? I don't know. It's coming out. Why are they saying this, this planet or this plane is a globe when they're saying it's totally impossible for water to stay fixed on a round surface? Water levels out. It does not survive on a hump. It will run off of that hump. Then they come up with gravity. Well, what is gravity? Gravity has not. Newton said, hey, you know, an apple goes up and it came down. That's gravity. It's a force that we cannot see that pulls everything to the center of the earth. Well, if that's the case, why is the sun, the moon, and the stars being pulled to the center of this earth? You know, so when you get a round ball, a little round ball, just take a little round ball, and we're talking about using the force gravity. Now, I don't think gravity is going to be any different on a big ball or a round ball. So if I put water on that ball, is it going to stay on that ball? No. I'm standing outside in the rain, and I'm kind of like my head's kind of round. The rain's going to fall off. It's not going to settle on, uh, on the top of it. You know, same way with a house. When you build a house, you're going to build the roof diagonal. You're not going to build it flat because water will sell on it and level out and be too heavy and make the roof crash in. These are things that they're bringing forth, you know, that they're saying that that NASA and all of them have lied and said that this this is a globe when it's not a globe. They're saying that scientists say that the Earth spins a 1,000 miles per minute. Well, now, I'm figuring like this. If I'm going at 1,000 miles per minute, I'm going to feel something. It's just, it just does not make sense for something to spin that fast and everything stay on it. It's not, it's not clicking with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't visualize that. I just can't. 
you know. So, but these are things we were taught in school. We're still being taught, and we're not using our common sense and saying, "Hey, gravity or whatever you call it, density. If something's heavy, it's going to come back down. That's what it is. If it's real heavy, it's going to come back down. If it's lighter, it's going to take a little bit longer to come back down. Take a feather and a penny, stand up on top of the entire state building. Both of them are going to come down because of the weight of them. But the feather's going to take longer because it's lighter. The penny's going to travel faster because it's a little bit heavier. So what is really going on? Why are they lying to us? Is it the truth? Show us some real composites. If they can show you uh, uh, galaxies uh, light years away, why can't they show us the actual Earth itself? That's my question that people have. And I yield. Well, that's a lot to swallow. I mean, that was a lot, sister. And uh, this is Brother Gavin for the record. And uh, I can't answer all those questions at once. <laughs> but you know, take water then. Take water. Take water. <laughs> Does it always level itself out in whatever container it's in? If it's in a container, uh, any water. If it's on a ground or whatever or wherever, does water always level itself out? Yes or no? When it's frozen or no, it's, no water when it's in a liquid form. Does it always uh, 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 of course. level it's, it's, itself it's, out? Yeah, it does. Okay, or can water survive? Can water be in a hump form? That's what I'm saying. No, it can't. I mean, after, okay. it's going to trickle down the hill. It's going to trickle away. And level gonna... itself out. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, we got an earth plane around uh-huh. earth. Uh-huh. And if you got if you if you're on a round if you're on a round something or anything, it, it's going to curve eventually right. so many miles. Right. Sure. And if it curves, right. then that water's got to curve with it. Right. And if you look sure. at the horizon, go p- pull up a bunch of pictures of the horizon. Right. A horizon is always a straight line eye view. It's right. all, the water's I I see pictures all the time and the water's always straight, leveled out. There's no curvature in it. Well, That's if with you my own eyes. If you're going, if you're on a ship, or you're on a boat, you it it is a level of curvature you can see on the ocean, especially if you're. Not, in, not I've never seen it. Yeah, it's you, your perspective. You can, it's the, what you, you see. Because when you when you when you're traveling away from the beach line, say you're on a beach and you travel on a. It, it's just boat. the perspective of what you're seeing. If you know anything about art, it's your perspective of how your eye. You stand in a hallway. You look down that hallway. The ends are going to meet together. Or if you look at a railroad track, the ends are going to meet mm-hmm. together. That's just because of our perspective. But if you continue down, it's going to open up. You so know, and it makes saying, like you, you're you're saying, saying that, that the, it, bus go, the boat's going to drop down. No, no, I'm just saying it's going gonna, it's gonna to go over the horizon. You're going to see it going down and down and down as you look over. That's the, your perspective, that though. It's, the, it's <laughs> not the curvature, it's just perspective. Well, what your eye see, our eye can only see so much. How far do you think so, your eye can see? Not that far away. So not if you get a camera and you do, you, like you said, you focus it on that boat and as it, as it goes over the horizon, the boat's disappearing. It looks like it's going over or down. But if you got on that on a boat and you use that same camera and start to focus in again, you'll you'll be able to see the ship, the bottom of the ship and everything. It's our perspective. You know, so on a, on, when I do exactly. artwork, you have to get a focal point, your perspective, right. and that's just, you know, it's our perspective. So you're just a minute, though, because I do have to ask this question. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be a never-ending question that no one here can precisely answer because, again, according to you, it is about perspective. But in mm-hmm. talking about it, how does that change? How does that affect our current situation where we're dealing with extra 
government. Okay, there's supposed to be more land besides just this land that we're on. Besides oh, sure. the continents, there's supposed to be more land somewhere. I mean, well, I you know, because I'm yeah. thinking about when that woman said useless eaters, and you know, it's more uh-huh. land. There's plenty of land somewhere. Right. True. Well, I mean, well, but, you know, I think that's just the thing. It wouldn't. I don't, I don't think anybody would dispute that there is more hmm. land. Yeah. I mean, the Earth is a pretty big place, and we're we're only just we're we're really missing. I apologize. We're 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 just just a speck of dirt according to how big this earth actually is. Mm-hmm. And I think I think for and I think I do understand where you're getting at. Why mm-hmm. are it, why are they confining the information that, the way that they are? Because if right. there's more, if there is more land out there, and they are how should I say? I, and I think I do get where you're going at with it. Mm-hmm. They're they're controlling. It's like they have like this controlled population uh, mm-hmm. in place that looks like it's seven different continents, but there's but it's a controlled population. Exactly. It, it's in a confined area. I exactly. Mean, we can speculate that we can speculate that, but even at the same time, wouldn't it be beneficial to work on? I, I think things that we can actually change at this particular at this particular time because look at it like this. Even if there even if that is a potential uh I guess it's a theory where these people have closed off the different worlds around us. Mm-hmm. When their world comes down, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to come to that conclusion that there is exactly by basically going and conquering it and colonizing it ourselves. Because mm-hmm. once, con- once this government is pretty much dissipated we pretty much lay claim to all of their property, including them, including mm-hmm. property not discovered. So I just mm-hmm. figured, uh, you know, the debate about whether the earth is flat or round would only be due that 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 information will probably come in due time when we are able mm-hmm. to fucking confiscate this world or confiscate the land, either uh, confined or unclaimed. Nine times out of ten. This whole thing is out. I <laughs> think that is no that it isn't no more land out there. This world's too big for it not right. More this plane, mhm, mhm, it's too big. For yeah, it. they're saying it's more than just the you know the continent, seven continents that we have. That there's more beyond that. You know, and and I know a lot of people come up missing every year, children particularly. You know, and. Uh, you know, I mean, are they? What are they? You know, are they? Are they just snatching children up, putting them somewhere else, or people? You know, I mean, what? You know, I mean, as far as commercially, so we would right. never know unless we have the facilities or the uh, equipment to be able to fly and see beyond a certain point. You know, we have to. You know, we got to accomplish and conquer what we got going on now first ourselves. You know, but my question, wonder, would be if once we're a nation, and it says that the, um, you know, all the nations would have to agree upon this Antarctic Treaty, would we be considered? Would we be, you know, under that same consideration? I just keep thinking, even with that treaty in place, I mean, and I'm only looking at it in terms of everything being incorporated anyway. That means everything mm-hmm. is pretty much a dead. It, it's just pretty much a dead leaf. Once mm-hmm. the the earth restores to its natural order, because I think at this particular point, considering, uh, I guess you could say organic law being put into place, we being, I guess you can say, an organic government organically, mm-hmm. we have the natural law, 
and will be the original enforcers of it. When everybody being incorporated already, I guess that law was pretty much nullified. Okay. I mean, think about it. It was based on corporate. It was based on a corporate system anyway. A corporate entity created. And I think, I, I, can I? I'm sorry yeah. to cut you, brother. From I just I just saw what I was um, looking for for uh, what I was talking about earlier. The uh, that meeting that they have all the time every year annually. Mm-hmm. The, G, the G, G Summit. Not not the G Summit, but there's another one, the Bilderbergs Group. Okay. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Bilderbergs Group, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the Bilderbergers Club. So uh-huh. their annual their annual meeting is a conference of 120 to 150 political leaders. Okay. They're, and they're experts of the industries of uh, uh, finance and industry and uh, academia and media. And it was established in 1954. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two thirds of the participants comes from Europe, and the yeah. rest is from North America. Right. And uh, one third of politics. Um, are dealing with are from politics and government, and the rest are from other fields. Mm-hmm. So they act, they interact every time they talk on TV, like um, Bill Gates, you know, and that he's promoting. They said that he promotes uh, genocide or whatever, or uh, you know, different ways to eliminate people on the earth. All of them are are somehow promoting not their just not not just their product. They're promoting the way to control and balance people and the amount of people in this world, in the society. So when they sent off, you know, some missionary group that's sponsored by Bill, you know, Bill Gates or sponsored by the uh, some type of oil company or some type of gas company, they're not just there trying to lay pipelines and give you technology, you know, and give you vaccines just to say let's 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 save all these people. Because usually when they leave, it's more of a, a problem, worse than they, they were before they got there. Mm-hmm. So my thing is medically, physically, excuse me, uh, I should just wrap all of that in one. Health-wise, you know, dealing with your health and dealing with your everyday necessities of living, whether it's your shelter, you know, your, your uh, dealing with um, food, you know, and dealing with a way to, you know, eliminate waste is vital for us to to build in the in the nation that we we have here. You know, and I mean, I, I loved all that scientific exploration dealing with if the Earth is round or flat. But you know, some things could be answered with a lot of um, with a lot of studies. Like to me personally, I think I just think the Earth is round, fully, totally. Because if you look out in space and you look at the moon and you look at other planetaries, it, it has They're a round shape. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't. I, I I would think that this Earth is also round. And okay. the only reason why we um, we stick to the Earth with gravity, I mean, I took a little science in college and high school, is that you know through the energy sources that we have within the core of the Earth. And like you said, the Earth has only a certain miles of you know of Earth that we could actually core and drill into. Before we hit certain slates of, of of magma from years ago that became rock, you know that we can't dig no further, you know, and and like you said, it, it gets so hot mm-hmm. that you know your the 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 material that we're you know the the mechanics of dr- drilling will start to melt, you know the those yeah. those 
those it, materials it, it that drill it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless we cool it down over time and we keep bringing up the drill bit and we spray it with water or liquid or we make yeah. a certain alloy metal to drill. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it has a lot to do with these earthquakes that's going on all over the world all of a sudden, and especially mm-hmm. in countries that we, you know, we're fracking in. Because mm-hmm, fracking mm-hmm. creates these earthquakes. But they're not right. telling us all the time, oh, they're fracking over here and in Haiti, which they were with that time when you had the earthquake. You know, all of a sudden a big earthquake come out of nowhere. Right. You know, so it's, it's just like the other, uh, way before that it was Afghanistan when we had a problem with them. There was a big earthquake in Afghanistan, um, excuse me, in Pakistan, mm-hmm. you know, in the 90s. I don't know if you remember that big earthquake. Yeah. It was a magnitude of seven, I believe, or eight that killed like yeah. thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, it did. But, you know, the same thing that's going on here in the, in the east. I mean, in the western part of the world. Right. You know, so it's good to question, but if we don't have a platform, you know what I'm saying, to present ourselves, right? Like, you know, it, it, it's useless. It's like blowing in the wind. Like, you know, like the brother, the minister said earlier um, about, I think it was last week he mentioned that um, the uh, the director of uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, was speaking uh-huh. to, you know, uh, Clinton and Hillary Clinton, and uh, she basically brushed it off with saying, "Okay, but what are you guys got in plans? What is what is your plan? What are you going to do next?" Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what they're looking at us now. I mean, not just right, not, right. not us in the nation, but all of us as yeah. people. What? Because they they not only ask you to you know try something, you sucker. What you gonna mm-hmm. do next, sucker? You know that's what they looking at, like mm-hmm. like the bully on the block. What you gonna do now? Right. You know, <laughs> you know, basically that's how they look at us. Not only that way, but they're looking at us. Yeah, tell us, stupid, what you gonna do, so we can have a counteraction for that anyway. All right. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, you got to be like the nation of China. China didn't have nobody come in and penetrate their market for years before they came out and start buying out the whole world. Now, well, it's you know, Clinton went over now. and told them. Clinton went over and told, showed them what to do. Clinton did. Oh, yeah, sure. Because they had agreements mm-hmm. with her. Because their dollar, don't, they don't want their dollar. They, they know that they, their dollar, they, they're holding all our dollar. Uh-huh. They're holding a lot of debt from America. Yeah. So they already, I believe, during the G7, one of those G summits that they had, they already told China, like, listen, you know, China probably told them, like, listen, we know you guys are doing a whole bunch of conspiracies all over the world. So you know we got your money in our banks. So mm-hmm. whatever you do next is not going to just affect us. It's going to affect you because your dollar is going to fall. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you better let us on in on certain deals anyway because in the long run, you're going to need us. Mm-hmm. Because for every mm-hmm. thousand, you know, for every one of us, there's a thousand of them. Oh, yeah. It's been <laughs> so, a lot. You know what I'm saying? So they, that's what they do with these countries. They make deals mm-hmm. to come to this country, you know, setting up jobs for them setting up occupations, and less and less, they're less and less and less educating people that are here already on the ground, mm-hmm. ready to go to school in our, mm-hmm. in our so-called minority communities and, you know, the ghettos of America they, they, and, and the poor class people in America. They're useless eaters to them, like we were just talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bring me, your, bring, me your, bring me your poor you're weary, like they say. What was that that saying back in the days? Bring me your poor, you're weary, mm-hmm. you're wretched, you know, to mm-hmm. come here to work because 
Yep. We'll, we'll pay you half of what we will pay the average American to do this job, <laughs> you know. And you'll love it because you're coming from nothing. Yeah. In the, in, in the eyes of America, uh, the government. And then at the same time, we need more, you know, in, investments to put our trust in. Like we were just talking about it earlier, investment trust, real estate trust, right? Mm-hmm. You know, as a bond servant <laughs> to this corporation. You see all those trigger words I just used? And we use them every day in, the, in our vocabulary, mm-hmm. but we don't look at it as what it is. Right. You know? Yeah. So It makes sense. Makes sense. We're investing into your trust <laughs> so you can put your your energy into a bond servitude, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and calling it work, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when you put yourself to work at the end of the week, you're supposed to get rewarded to feel that you can eat, to get the God-given rights to eat a fruit or a vegetable from a store that's storing it, that's half dead, and the other half is half chemical-laced. <laughs> so... Yeah, we need our own nation. We need our own land. We need our own to get away from this madness, <laughs> you know. But you need right. an army, too, to control the borders of your nation and control your land and control your – you need watchers. But who's doing that right now in this nation? One of the so-called most controversial nations in America is called uh, Nation of Islam, right? hmm And what I love to see is what's going to happen on October – was it the 13th that he's going to go out yeah. and ask for reparations and a whole lot of other things? I wonder how that's going to go down. You know, what's mm. the end of that? That's the biggest plan that I don't know. Wait, what's going to be after October 13th? The, the Nation of Islam, um, Farrakhan is supposed to announce to the world, I mean, not, not to the world, but to the nation and all viewers, I guess, who's watching, that it's during this Million Man March that they're going to have? Yeah. They're going to ask for reparations and all of this other oh, stuff. Oh, really? They're, they're demanding. Yeah. I didn't know if you got heard about that. How are they going to ask for reparations if they're not recognized? Exactly. So I don't know how this is going to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Me and uh, Anton Janine and I, you know, living here in New York, we we know a couple of people that's in the nation that we know personally, we grew up with. And he was was actually listening to us speak on certain levels. And he was like, man, the stuff you guys taught, man, y'all should, you guys, how you doing? You guys should be bringing it to us. you know, bringing it to the nation, talking to um, mm-hmm. Brother Farrakhan, and we'll be a powerful people. Mm. And we're like, and we're thinking like, wait a minute, don't you guys know or have guys who do research? Because I, I, I look at Farrakhan's speeches all the time, and he's telling me right. he has a team of researchers and team of guys mm-hmm. who know the law, <laughs> right. you know, That's that does research for him and come out with this information. So I'm like, right. what is it that he knows that we, that I mean, what is it that we know that he doesn't know or he doesn't exactly. understand by now? Right. Somebody snitched on Farrakhan. Right. <laughs> so I'm thinking, uh, you know, wait, if it is. Somebody just snitched on Farrakhan. <laughs> you meant to tell me that the stuff that we're learning here, they're not learning there, and right. Farrakhan has researchers? Yeah. yeah. No, that's not. But he don't yeah. talk like that. He don't talk like Brother Priest does. Right, he doesn't. I, 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 I personally believe he doesn't really know too much about the legal law side of things. He don't. To, 
to to create a to be to be a nation builder. Right. A true a true common law. Excuse me. A true lawful uh, nation builder. Right. Right. Because if he, mm-hmm. if they did, they wouldn't be called the nation of Islam. First of all. Right. And the second of all, they wouldn't be back. They wouldn't have to answer to any other country for reparation. That's right. That's right. And do they have their own money? Nope. No. Uh, <laughs> that's a good so, <laughs> There's you know, no so, other nation out there that's that's doing what we're doing. There is none. I haven't seen any. Well, my thing is this. I'm not against what he's trying to do. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not either. I'm, I'm personally with him, but I'm saying at the same time you have to do it lawfully. strategically, and, which is lawfully, strategically, which is lawfully, and tactfully. Because if you just come out, hey, this is what we need, we've been talking about it for years, and then walk off the stage, it's going to be one of those same old we shall overcome speeches, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to get anywhere after that. Because what happened to the last million Mars? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people became more educated, I guess, or more aware not to kill each other or shoot each other. But, you know, where was all, where's all the better business that created was that, that came out of that, that created community business or community activism where the guns are less in the street or guns where all of the um young, well, didn't more men a lot of people still died after that in these same cities that they all went back to mm-hmm. you know okay. young men and women and innocent bystanders were still getting shot up and killed yeah you know so i don't get all these speeches and movements that we have we so-called have and, and there's no it's not getting any better as a people you know i'm looking around in new york city i'm like man all these nice places that are you know my one of my other business that i do is i'm in a delivery service they call me and i deliver and i'm usually all over manhattan you know which is an island by itself and i'm in the the mid part to lower manhattan all the time or even up the upper west side if you you know you ever guys heard about the upper west side or upper east side or Park Avenue, those areas. Yeah. And I'm going into places like little square boxes, apartments, for millions and millions of dollars these people are paying. You know, and half of them are working on Wall Street or working in some financial district or, you know, the area of Manhattan where it's like, you know, corporate buildings all over the place. You know, and I'm wondering to myself, like, all this finance they have, coming through their hands and they just living in this little square box with no land, you know, of themselves. Like they only got a square box, which they're paying millions of dollars for, you know, or thousands of dollars for. And what if there was a big blackout? What if it was a rolling blackout around here? What if all the supermarkets get shut down? You can't go to the supermarket with the rolling blackout. How are you going to survive when the winter comes along, too, especially in the Northeast with the winter? It's cold and snowy. How are you going to get rid of, you know, how are you going to generate heat? How are you going to, you wow. know, and, and these people are not thinking of it. It's like thousands of people in one building because mm-hmm. some of these buildings are like 50 floors high. You know, it would be 40 floors high, 30 floors high. Ugh. You know, it's very scary. When I, I went into a delivery the other day to a building <laughs> that's like 50, 60, 60 um uh, Floors high. I was only on the thirtieth floor, thirty fifth floor. Oh man, were you and nervous? I out, man, I swear to God, I got out the elevator and I looked because they got in the hallway like a, a glass window that you could look outside. Yeah, yeah. 
I probably could see on the other side of Jersey into Pennsylvania. That's how far. Wow. I was like, wow, you can see oversee the whole the west side, you know, the uh, whole river, Hudson wow. River into Jersey, and you can see all the other buildings in Jersey. That's how high it was. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I could imagine those people who fell out of World Trade Center building who died that day, wow. on the September 11th, mm. to their death. That's just mm. woo, gruesome. Mm. And not, and and I'm just saying, imagine if there's a fire in that building, like that gets mm. loose or a blackout, mm. you know. Mm. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be chaotic. And my thing is, are they grooming us to our death? You know, like, you know, like, you know, sending us yeah. to the slaughter? Yeah. You know, and these, all these people, or is it going to be more like they're just trying to get rid of the useless eaters in these regions <laughs> so they can have more and more affluent people living in these regions that's going to produce money and keep keep the society and the, and the community up? Because like the brother minister was saying last week, they, they don't want certain people in certain communities trying to get you out of here. More and more they're going to keep killing you and slaying you on the streets, creating more laws to restrict you. Yeah. And I don't think it's just a, you know, black, white enemy. The enemy is a black man. Get the black man. Get him off the street. I don't think it's really that. I think it's just you're less educated when you're less, when you're considered to be whatever group you want to compile yourself as minority, anything that has a negative you know, connotation to it. Mm-hmm. You know, Spanish, Latino from the Caribbeans or the Central Americas, South Americas that are brown, dark-skinned people. You know, let's get rid of them. Anyone that's not subjectively European, Western European or, you know, uh, Asian that are not affluent. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Because even the poor Asians are dying as much as the poor Americans. You know what I'm saying? Because people in their country are not, they, they don't have a whole bunch of blacks in China, in a sense, or so-called, you know, African-featured people with dark skin all over China that, that are, you know, dying and killing themselves on farms that can't farm anymore. Because there's, there's gruesome stories about Chinese farmers that are killing themselves, too, mm-hmm. because they, they don't have the revenue, any the base anymore to keep up with the farms. So the same thing that's going on here is going on in their country when it comes to shrinking, you know, the farmers and creating agro-farmer, agro-farms and having one, you know, Kellogg's or General Mills or Tyson, you know, have them only raise specific crops and then their hands are tied. So now they, don't, they can't keep up with the competition, so they got to sell out their farms. So these guys are killing themselves. So that's the... That's the that whole livelihood to take care of their family and their grandparents, their grandchildren and their children. So a lot of, guess what a lot of people are doing now? They're moving from the country part of China into the cities, Shanghai, Beijing. And you got 2 million, 4 million people, they say a year mm. moving from the countryside into the city. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. These cities are, a lot of people. Um, can I interject for just one minute? No, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I can, I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm just winded. I'm just throwing a lot of stuff out there. I forget it. Yes, you were. <laughs> you guys were talking about this little shooting thing where a guy was up close range and he shot at young uh, reporter. Well, we can't hardly yeah. hear you, brother. Okay, you guys were uh, reporting about uh, this report about a guy walking up to this uh, woman and shooting her at close range. 
Yeah. Well, now someone has posted on Facebook. They got captions, right? And they're showing where they're showing the guy. They're saying, "Look at this." In one photo, he's in all black, and in the other video, he's wearing blue. And the right. guy who's holding the gun, you can clearly see that his hand is white. Yep. And the guy from and uh, the the other video, cameraman. Wow, that's insane! Like he has them all black in one, and then there's and a stripe like, is blue or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like the, the blue one. It has like a, it's like a plaid, plaid stripe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and wait a minute. So you get to tell me that they're really trying to convince the public that this happened actually happened. Y'all, you you can't be serious, right? Like I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I mean, I'm not gonna believe it. I'm looking at it. and I'm like. This is supposed to have made news. Does it? Yeah. Doesn't it look like a a, 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 a prank or something like the hand away? Yeah, is like, out. It's like a prank like or some type of. Put on YouTube. I'm like, like, I just like a, all I can say is there's no way somebody's gonna walk up, sneak up, a big heavy so-called man like that, sneak up, and they're not gonna their eye is not gonna catch his image. And, exactly. And, 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 no, and and then he shot close range, and the girl was able to run away. There was no blood or nothing. Nah. Man. Yeah, it don't make any sense. Uh-oh. It don't make any sense. It looks but what, like... The question, why, why do they do that? Why do? Why are they doing this crap, you know? That's the, that's the question. I, I would say that it's, trying to, they're, it's, it's like they're trying to demonize black people for hell. I mean, they already proved that they don't really care about demonizing us. They've done that long ago. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, this just looks like some... some crap. Some, what is it? Adult swim kind of bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's why I say you can't believe everything I they mean, like, I'm, li- tell us. I'm like looking at this and I'm like, I can't believe this made the news. Well, on Facebook like, is the live out. shooting. Did you see the live shooting? Well, see, that's just the thing. They have frames from the live shooting. And <laughs> it looks like crap. Like, it looks like junk, like a junk video. Yeah. It looked like it was staged. <laughs> yeah, it was. It looked like it was staged. Like this. Yeah, like. The way he wow. even came up to them was like, you saw the gun pushed out, and then he pulled it back again. <laughs> he yeah, it. like. He put, well, he put the gun out, and then it disappeared. Me. He pulled it behind the camera that he had. Yeah, yeah. And then, then he ran up on them, and then looked at them for like what, I know it was more than like five seconds, five, six seconds before he started shooting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they didn't see nobody. They didn't look over and glance at him and nothing. The woman, how, one woman being interviewed, she was facing that way. Exactly. And your girl, her eye, you could see out, you would be able to see out the corner of your eye because she was kind of diagonal-like. Come on now. And then the movie yeah. camera, if you see how he moves, it's called bullcrap. Listen, I, I don't know. I don't know where you guys are from, but coming from the city, New York, we always looking over there. Somebody just walking up on you. You know what I'm saying? Like walking that close. And you're mm-hmm. having a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. looking at the side of your eyes, back and forth. Mm-hmm. You, know? you don't see it's it. Just, it's just an instinctical thing to do. It's not like, not that we're I thinking just, we're going to get stuck up or anything, you know, but you never know. But still, people, people always have instincts to move around and look around and not just have a blindfold, you know, that, that tunnel vision looking forward. And that's the way they made it look is like they had a tunnel vision talking to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, he, I just sat here and I watched this video, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched the video because the first time I just was telling you guys, I was watching, I looked at the frame. What the hell? Like this is this got to be fake. 
is is too. I can't even describe it. It's so fake. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I, there's just no way. I know somebody saw you fell or uh, 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 since you. You know, like we just as human beings, we 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 can sit or we have that basic instinct about certain things. Some yeah, somebody buried right? near you. Yeah, like I know mm-hmm. she looked. Even if she wasn't even looking in his direction, I know she looked out the corner of her eyes. She had to see him out the corner of her eyes. Right, like you ain't seen this man with a blue shirt on. <clears throat> Come on, man. I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I ain't buying it. That's just foolish. That's foolish. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this is the wait. So this is how low they stupid. That they've been doing that though, brother. From the, from the Sandy Hook to all that crap. Wow. You know. Man, I thought that you know, to sprinkle a little bit of you know. It, they seem like they get bit. worse and worse, don't they? <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't see it. I don't think it was authentic. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it, you know. And then he goes shoot himself, and you know, I mean, they, and they said he's dead, and all of them are dead. Shoot, they can ship them people off and change their identity and everything. Mhm. That's just disturbing as hell. Like that don't even look like something I would. I don't know, man. It's, it's not believable, is it? Not believable. I'm looking at it like, man, I thought that was a YouTube video, somebody, a YouTube prank or something somebody put. <laughs> That made news? Get out of here, man. That's some wow. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, man. They need a hobby, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Goodness. They got a lot of money. You're going to spend all your money. Well, you're going to spend all the time that you have as supposed rich people to wreak havoc on your citizens by creating videos like that, man. Oh, man, these folks need to just put a gun to their head and just pull the trigger like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They got no life. Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. Well, you know, that's what they're they're good at, indoctrinating us to believe these things occur, you know? You know? Yeah, I, I guess they thought they were going to get over on that with that one. Well, they, they actually have. I mean, I don't see I nobody see up there rebutting it. Huh? I say I don't see how it's it's it don't even what, is, what do the comments say up under it? Um, I gotta go back. Read some of the comments. <laughs> Hold on. You'll you'll see how. <laughs> Read some of the comments, and I guarantee you, most of them are saying, "Oh, I feel sorry for the family," or "That man says well, that he's crazy," or something of that well, nature. Well, this is a repost. I'm not even on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. They're saying, "Wow," and then one guy's like, "Wow, that's bunk." And, I mean, they're having people repost it to other people's accounts, but, I mean, that's all I'm seeing. I'm scared to go to YouTube because I, I don't even want to see what they would say on YouTube. I know mm-hmm. you're going to have those reactions. I know, like, with the interactions you're talking about, I know it's going to be there. It's going to be mm-hmm. a mix of I would think that people would, I mean, I don't know. I I know somebody think what looks like, yeah, that looks a little, that looks a little off. That looks a little mm-hmm. fake. It looks like mm-hmm. an RP game going wrong or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they, it, it looked like they forgot to say, 
and action. And the guy was like, oh, oh, really? Now? Oh, okay. Bang, 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 bang. How bang, could they bang, not bang. see that guy come? There, there was no other people around. It wasn't a bunch of people. That's what I don't get. That's, oh, wow. Uh, God bless him or something. I just, don't go fuck trash or something. Don't make no more videos. Don't even make no more news. I don't even they think will. I'll watch the news after that. They'll have something happen next week. <laughs> hey, with a video like this, they probably will do it every day just to get on our nerves. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it's got to the point where it's kind of like, we're numb to it, so it's not like they're going to have a reaction to it. But that's just dumb. Like, I wouldn't even put that on the news. Can I can I say something to that? No, yes, normally, uh, I've noticed over the past, and I've you know even heard and understood it to be when they throw something because it was on uh, on the international, I mean national news for the whole day yesterday. Normally, when they do something like that, they got something else going on that they kind of bring forth, you know, that they're working on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for to to to, to spring on the people, you know, some mm-hmm. kind of you know maybe law or something. That's when they normally do that type of stuff. You know, because I don't see where it should have been national news, you know, myself. I'm thinking that was a prank going, like, complete. Yeah, something was going. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Thank you. That low. Goodness. Sick <laughs> I give them a, a puzzle or something, a kitten puzzle or a balloon puzzle or something. Don't make no videos, man. It just, that's, <laughs> they just hit the It hole. was bad. <laughs> it wasn't good at all. That was horrible. Anyway, any more news? Real news? And then how would he know How would he know to go there at that time of morning? How would he know her schedule, their schedule? Yeah, like, it's got to be, yeah, that was rehearsed, man. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even give that any bit of credibility. Even if it wasn't, they, they could have they made that a little bit more, like, a little bit more real. They could have made it something. <laughs> That was horrible. Unbelievable. I seen YouTube video pranks that were, or or, or Vine videos that were a little (laughs) Vincent and that. (laughs) You know, on that punk punk, uh, show, that makes it more real than that, don't it? (laughs) That, you know what, if if I didn't know, if I I wouldn't have seen this video, if I had seen it on punk, I would have believed it. I would have believed it. It would have been a little Mm -hmm. bit more convincing. That just... Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I guess, I guess this is just a desperation for Avery to, to, to control, to take full control of the media. This mm-hmm. is what they have to do. They have to reinforce the fear. I wasn't afraid of that. I was just trying to figure out how, why y'all made this video. I mean, <laughs> I mean y'all could have planned another Sandy Hook if y'all was going to do this. At least that would have been a little bit more convincing. At, at least that would have drawn a crowd. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, they they tore anybody got, Yeah. Anybody got some more real news? <laughs> 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 you know, uh, what's real, what's not? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that was you hard. know, just just as we went on break, um, some guy went into uh, a theater and shot. Shot up that theater. Did y'all remember that? No, uh, I think I it was in Louisiana or somewhere. Is that the guy who just got the? Uh, he just got like, uh, I don't know how many life sentences. 
No, there was actually another one. It actually occurred just as we was going on break, the first part of August. Uh, It was another theater shooting. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I don't. Yeah, there's another theater. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know the guys? I could probably look them up. Yeah. It was another theater shooting, uh, late July, early August. And I think it was I don't I, I think it was in Louisiana or somewhere like that. Lafayette <laughs> Theater shooting July 2015 dead rip to the victim. Uh, movie theater. Yeah, I think it was in Louisiana. Grand mm-hmm. L.A. Uh, Louisiana shooting two dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killed Wow, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So much going on. Yeah, it's a lot, man. I guess the devil in his whole court really, really just like, you know, uh, creating a digging a bigger hole for himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess they just expect, they just expect their enslavement, so they just feel like hell, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, people buy anything, just accept anything. They consent to everything. Yeah. That's like like what we're learning in there when it comes to contracts and things. You know, you got to read between the lines and read the whole contract before you accept or give your consent. True. That is so true. Otherwise, you'd be subject to terms and conditions that you really. And again, we we were just talking about this judicial processing. Um. Where, uh, of course, freedom of religion came up again, and uh, they were talking about um, taking uh, the monument, uh, the the Ten Commandments monument down in Alabama or something like that, or whatever one of those places. And um, I guess it was more so uh, trying to figure out because it, because the property it's government property, mm-hmm. and they were like, does the government have the right to tell this business who has a standard practice of believing in the Ten Commandments? Do they have the right to tell them to take down that Ten Commandments monument? And I guess it really just all goes back to again possession and possessorship and ownership, and it's mm-hmm. like it's the federal government and they own that building. I mean, they don't really care. I mean, because at the end of the day, why don't you just go pick up another building, take that monument, and survey that land, make it your building, and just place that monument on top of your own land? I mean, because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, this, and this is what preachers trying to teach us. It's like we complain about them. We complain about their, uh, I guess you could say, execution of jurisdiction. But we don't realize that we gave them the right to enforce it by what? Uh, unnatural contracting. And mm-hmm. so we're subject to the contract, you know, because of our tacit consent in the first place. Um, and I guess, you know, we have to reinforce these contracts by uh, uh, getting a law or uh, 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 resurrecting a law that would be. Uh, uh, superior to that law, and 
you know, we're doing that here. The masses not necessarily doing that, but there is a there's a shaking. There's an earthquake going on right now, and a spiritual earthquake. And that's because the masses are starting to wake up and starting to see that the need to have a law, uh, you know, where every where justice isn't perverted, where uh, government isn't corrupt and based on bribery, they see that that need has come now. And everybody is, it's like a big chess board. Everybody is maneuvering. And it's going to take a while for everybody to get there, but everybody is maneuvering in, in a way to where when they do find the truth, it can be, uh, it can't be contested because they've pretty much seen all the other things that have been pulled over their eyes as truth. When they finally find it, it's like no contest. We know that now we have to get out of your government in order for us to survive. And I think that will be happening real soon because the masses are hungry now. They they really want to know. They really want to unflake, you know, to get from under this, this beat. Well, some of them do. Most of them just pretend like they want to get from underneath the beat and continue to do the things that they want to do, you know. But nobody's perfect. You know, everybody needs their own time and space for healing. But you got to be consistent. Um, but even with that, I just feel like, you know, going back to just simple contracting like Ima Yaru said, you know, we have to we have to learn how to properly contract. And that mm-hmm. is definitely going to – that's going to put a stop to a, a multitude of mm-hmm. – uh, Laws being abrogated, or laws being crossed with executive orders, people mm-hmm. being forced to do things that they don't want to do. I'm sitting right. in class, and the teacher is telling them like, just got to the point where they're telling them how the government really works, and that they're pretty much, uh, pretty much subjugating you. The teacher sitting there like, okay, something like y'all didn't hear what he just said. Telling y'all that the government is subjugate y'all, y'all ain't gonna contest that. And it's gotten to the point where they're so far gone, it's like they don't, they won't contest it because they don't know how. You know, so and, and then we were all, you know, all of us, you know, fell into that, fell to that uh, particular circumstance at some point in you know, the time, you know, but now, know how to contract, you know what we need to do. So it's not really, you know, we can change the game now, you know. Um, but on that note, I'll yield on that and just open the floor for uh, any other um, any other type of um, topic. And I do want to uh, make the, uh, the record known that the time now is individual. I myself will be... Uh, uh, journeying over to a meeting in the next couple of minutes. Um, but I just want to put that out there. Uh, but the floor is open for any more topics if anybody has anything that we want to share. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> we have. Um, yeah. I, you know, we'll be uh, recording uh, 
We'll return. We'll be returning to classes next week, and we'll be pretty much picking up where we left off. Um, this, I, I, this uh, concentration thing was very much needed because for me it allowed uh, I myself to um, to catch up on things or to catch things that I didn't do before. It's like reading the Bible where you read it so many times and you try to go back to see something you see before. Pulling all of these studies, you know, and just like going over them and it's, it things became pretty clear in my mind and they were able to make so many connections. Um, we all, you know, we definitely all needed this time. Uh, I'm pretty sure that when you guys come back it it'll be crystal clear in your mind what it is that you guys need to do in order to uh, make the time here as sufficient as you possibly can. Because I know, again, it's pre thing the radio station and um, uh, uh, I guess you can say releasing other different material later on. Probably will see an influx of people coming in pretty soon. And, you know, uh, this semester, well, um, picking up, there should be sisters coming in the nation, I think, next week. And it's not next week, next year. But, you know, people will be moving up and uh, in their uh, studies, and um, we'll be able to do more. Um, and again, you know, I said this last week, we definitely get real estate uh, things fresh in our minds. So if you're not studying it, uh, and if you weren't able to get all of the information that you uh, uh, could get from the uh, university, and do, you know, uh, majority to the uh, infiltration that we had, just take the little bit that you do have and study that. And Trust me, just that little bit that we, that you did gather will take you to a whole lot of other different things. Because I wasn't even interested in the real estate investment trust, and I started dealing with that like two weeks ago. But since I started, you know, taking a little bit of real estate stuff that we learned and applying it, you know, in, to other different factions like research and stuff, it allowed me to learn about the other different stuff. So, Take a little bit that you do have, and it's going to turn into something way bigger. It just give it time, you know. But, um, again, I'm going to open for anybody else. Um, they want to share anything else. Um, and if not, conclude this uh, evening, uh, conclude this evening fellowship. Yes, sir. So well spoken. Yes, yes, ma'am. No one has anything else they want to share at this particular moment? Or is everyone getting ready to uh, exit? I'm only asking because I don't have, like, the screen in front of me right now, so I can't see who's on. Um, and I have to basically go off of voice, I guess you could say. Um, and I just want to make sure I give everybody enough time to... Um, but I guess I'll just ask this question, and then I guess we can go ahead and uh, uh, go out. 
is everybody uh how is everybody uh I guess you could say maintained during the uh consecration in Yaru? You felt like you, you know, you have gained a deeper understanding of any aspects of what we learn here in the nation? That I learned here today, you said? Well, not even here. I, I didn't quite hear you. Oh, I apologize. I said, do you feel as though uh, within this consecration, is there mm-hmm. any particular that you may have studied or you may have read that you have uh, probably built more on or come to a deeper understanding of? Uh, oh, yeah. This? Yes, um, absolutely. You know, I, I, I understand that, you know, I've become one more one with the creator as well as, you know, the knowledge of uh, us as a people and where we're headed and what we need to do. I've gotten a revelation on some things. And, you know, health-wise, it's very important that, you know, we do certain things for our bodies to maintain our, you know, strength and health. And, you know, I mean, just just that whole spiritual thing has came upon me, you know, because I did have the surgery and stuff. So I'm more into for, you know, a lot of incidents that happened that has brought me more to an understanding of where my position is and what I'm supposed to do. Yes, and I thank you. Yes, ma'am. But, you know, even y'all, I have to say this, and I'm going to say this briefly, you've always been such a, you've always had, always had such a warm spirit, and you've mm-hmm. always been, for me, you've always just seemed to have been in tune. I don't know. Yes, and I always think all sisters are pretty, well, most majority of the sisters are always just in tune with nature. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know it's a, it's I guess you can say the gender role thing. It's mm-hmm. not physical, but it is uh, I guess you can say celestial, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I guess you can say uh, spiritual as well. So women, you guys tend to have that, and I mm-hmm. see that a lot of that in you. And I guess because you're a lot older, you know, that mm-hmm. have such a you, you're so wise, you know. So I've been like this all my life, son. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's, so. it's, it's, it's improved a lot, but I've been like this all my life. You know, I don't see no reason not to feel the spirit each and every day of your life, you know, and, and be happy for whatever situation has arise. And there's always a, a answer to everything and a solution to all problems. That's something I've been cognizant of a long time ago, and it's brought me very far. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No problem. Uh, brother, uh, brother Gavin. Um yeah. I'm sorry, I'm still here. Yes, sir. No problem. Uh, do you feel, is there any aspect of your consecration that you pretty much delved into that you gained a deeper understanding of? Well, I'm going to tell you what. It brought a lot to light because I always believe in, you know, fasting and trying to, you know, look in, looking at the, the world without, uh, you know, like on a meditative level. Instead of just engaging in everything, you know, and then get up, oh, I got to go, I got to go to work, oh, I got to go, I got to go, <laughs> you know, because that's the world around us every day, right? I got to go, let's go, let's move it, come on, let's go, you know, let's make the money. <laughs> Instead of all of that, you know, you just relax and meditate, and you start to absorb the world around you and take in everything. And you know something I did, I actually, I know I probably told you guys already, you guys know that I actually got up and left my, I quit my job, I didn't even. I couldn't stand it anymore, but the energy was just wasn't for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to start my own thing. I got to start my own thing. Mm-hmm. I got to start it. I got to do it. You know, I'm not getting younger, and I know I've been with ideas in my head for years, ready to do, let's launch it. 
in the five during the consecration uh this 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 period now I actually got the guy to give me a new job. And, uh, I was offered a brand new job through through a con and it's a contract license. And I was suffering throughout the whole time that I was that I was off because I didn't have enough money to make it. You know? And I just got up and left. This took my whole mind to say, you know, through the powers of the most high, he will provide, you know. And it it gave me to I guess I learned to be more have more not, not I don't want to say that word faith. I want to say have more uh and not belief, but have more uh have more faith in myself that right. I could I can't connect to a higher power by just saying, mm-hmm. let me leave one thing and go to another cuz I was really scared to do it. I was like, man, I, oh man, I, how am I going to get my next dollar, you know? Oh my god, this and that and that. But not only did I leave a fourteen dollar an hour job, but I'm offered a forty five dollar an hour job an hour, mm. and and I'm not even working for I'm working for myself practically because the guy got me as an independent contractor. Good working for him, so I got to do the whole you know the W nine and all of that and mm-hmm. uh, paperwork for independent uh, contractor and do my own taxes. Not only that, he just raised it. From five hours to seven hours, uh, eight hours a week to, so I'm making close to nearly six figures. How did that happen overnight? It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, man, you know, this is just, and and these are the key. And I keep thinking about it too. I said, this is gonna, this is gonna happen for me because I'm gonna do it. I know who I am. I know my worth. I gotta do it. It's gonna happen. And it just comes in my lap. It's just coming in my lap. It's coming in my lap. You know, and and I'm meeting more people that's going to want to do things that the idea I want, they want to actually do the same thing. So the energy is coming together where it's coming my way. I mean, I always had that energy. You know, I always had that energy of going out and trying to get what I want. But this is happening for me on a higher level now. This is really, I've never been at this level. This is the highest I've ever been. And when it comes to being paid out a certain amount, so I could actually... Not just because I'm, oh, I'm making all this dollars and now I'm feeling good and that's it. I'm there. I made it. No. So I can use that money into the, the things that I want to project and, and make for self, you know, and for 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 the family, you know, the nation. I you think, know what I mean? I think brother, brother's got to go. It's 902. Oh, yeah, I'm I just going to say that, and it's no problem. Um, We will pick back up here at uh 7 o'clock next week, Thursday. I love you, brothers, and Ima Yarbu. Thank you guys for coming out. Brother Trayvon, we love you too, brother. And I'm sorry I didn't get the chance to actually get to hear from you, but we will continue this discussion next Thursday. Um, I will see you guys later. Uh, Shalom. 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 Peace.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.